In this episode of The Full Nerd, Intel Strikes Back, Core i9 versus Threadripper Part 2, and Coffee Lake is here with Controversy. Welcome to the Full Nerd episode 32, recorded on September 25th, 2017. I'm Gordon Ung. Brad Charkis has been replaced by two monitors. Ooh, sad. Yes, yeah, sad. Aww. He can never be replaced. No, yes. you can't replace Brad. Can't well, replace no. him. Brad is not here, but fortunately, um, we do have these awesome two computers sitting here, which we're going to get to in a second. Eleni Yee is also with us. Hey, everybody. With her ThinkPad instead of her MacBook, which makes people <laughs> angry, apparently. <laughs> she has both. And Adam Patrick Murray. Hey, Gordon, how excited are you for the new uh, Blade Runner? I, just tell me. Just I, don't um, hold it back. Just let it go. So I got, I'm got. i going to bring up a story. We're going to go really quick. Sorry. Already off the rails. Indiana Jones, Crystal Skull. My wife and I dressed up to go see that. That's how big of an wow. Indiana Jones fans really? we were. Man. And I've told this story many times. And when I left that theater, I was so angry. If I'd seen Harrison Ford there... I would have socked him right in the <laughs> nose, but he probably would have been like, "I know, I know, man." So he got a great he got a great paycheck for that, I'm sure. I'll, I'm just saying, Harrison Ford is going to be like Blade Runner fans just don't see it. Don't it's like it's it's your Godfather three. It's like Crystal Skull. You don't want to see the movies that ruin the entire trilogy. It just it just doesn't. And we're not even on a trilogy. Like, it's going to derail. This is going to be the Men in Black 2. So this is the warning now. Don't waste your time. You're going to be really upset. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be a trilogy. I'm sure it's going to be a no. trilogy. No, it's not. So it's <laughs> Why gonna would be... you say something like that? Because <laughs> if it does well, that's what they do. And I just make more. I'm only saying this because it's unfair because Brad, of course, as we know, he's get, he dresses up at night like Deckard. Like, can you imagine, like, Brad creeping around his house at night? It's like, Dad, can you put us to bed? It's like, no, I'm creeping around in my cool Deckard, you know, um, trench coat. There's great big giant fans and fog. You know, uh, Ruru2 on YouTube says uh, that you shouldn't blame Harrison Ford for the bad writing of George Lucas. So, Well, but, you know, I mean, he, he enabled it. He, he ruined, he... I mean, but you know, it's clearly, it's clear at this point, Harrison Ford will work for anybody. Oh, and by the way, next week, Harrison Ford will be pairing on the full nerd. Nice. I'm offering him $35 come in here and just talk because he'll take a check to do anything, apparently. Yeah. I mean, the new Star Wars <laughs> movie, Crystal Skull, the new Blade Runner movie. He's going to be on the full nerd. Nice. 20, 25 bucks. He'll do it. I think he'll just chop her in, land on the roof, come down. Do you think he builds PCs? I don't, I don't, probably, I mean, he's got enough money. It's just, I'm just saying. I mean, does he? he he's taking a paycheck for He will take so a paycheck things. for anything. He'll, <laughs> he'll show up here for 25 bucks, I bet. He'll, nice. All right. Okay. See, look. Confirmed. You have derailed us already because we got to yep. get to the nerd stuff. Sorry. See, this is, people don't know all the statistics <laughs> show. If you don't get to the nerd stuff, it's like, oh, flip. Stop flipping. Stop don't clicking flip, that other flip. video. Those other videos, don't look at those. Don't click on those. Don't you touch your dial. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I have a um, I have a cool intro I made up, and of course, saying not to lose people, but check this out. Can you switch over to the laptop? Uh, yes. There we go. All right. So we I was gonna. Oh, 
We can't play the music because Mickey Mouse will come and mess us up like that episode of Star Trek. So we're. Man, this is tiring. How did John Williams do with the song? All he do. I think he did it with instruments. Everyone says we should stop. Okay, let's just stop. To find out, read Gordon's review of Intel's new Core i9 7980. Mickey X. Mouse. I, I, I just want to say thank you to everyone who asked them to stop because yes. I am sitting right in the middle of it getting it in stereo. Thank you. I, you know, we have the music, so there is music with it. But again, one DMCA and Mickey Mouse. Yeah, there's no way YouTube, there's no way YouTube's going to be able to scrape that audio. Nope. Uh, nope. <laughs> give us a copyright claim. We, we saw that I, in I, South Park. Look it up. They will mess you up. Until they come out with an algorithm that actually filters for really bad audio. Did you just say Intel they do? Oh, okay. The the first benchmark here. (laughs) It's Monday. (laughs) How are you going with the bad puns so early on Monday? Uh, All right. I got a benchmark chart. Let's just start it. Let's just read them and weep. Oh, we're going into it. Let's just do it. This is Core i9. As you know, for people who know, 18 core. 16 core core i9 released um uh did not come out when the 10 core came out whatever two or three months ago uh basically ryzen threadripper got to just lump up on that 10 core part all day and intel strikes back as we say can i zoom in here let's zoom it out oh wow yeah so this can i no i can't uh, why this here we go <laughs> oh, I can't zoom it now. Well, when you're drawing what, what it, you, you can't zoom. Here? But look, look, check that out. He's doing his magic. Oh, 3,393, okay. 3, right? Is that good? Well, it's number one, <laughs> which is all Intel cared about, I think. Um, right. We'll get to that. I'll so for our, our, bench, our right? audio listeners, can you Ooh. give them for context? Yeah. How did Threadripper do? 64 oh. Threadripper against okay. that. Yeah. I, I will pull that back up. Let's pull, pull that back up. Sorry. So for context, yeah, we're going to do some drawing here. Uh, let's pick a yellow. Right. So here's Threadripper, which I mean, honestly, and again, so look, Threadripper is number three on the chart, number three on the chart. But previously it was number one by a huge gap. Look, here's that, that 10 core gap. part. That is a huge look at that. Yeah. That's like you go home. It's like, hey, we're having a race. Can you come up? So fill it up because we need other people to lose. <laughs> right. So all you lower core, core I7s and Ryzen's and FX parts, you're just there to make Threadripper look good before. What is that a 25 percent bump? It's Between pretty sizable, and I actually and have the uh, next lowest one. Yeah, I've got a pretty good chart to, to show that too. But we are, you know, we're looking basically. You're going from where Intel was two months ago, and with Threadripper came out to just the smackdown by Threadripper for a long time to in number one again and number two. Here's that 16 core part, right? Which we're again, you can see right behind us. I'm going to switch to let's do single threaded. Of course, here's the, here's the other thing. You go to single threaded performance. And Skylake X, you know, 
And interestingly, that that's that 18 core part, which, and I got to say, I really thought it would not hold up um, because it had all those cores. But, you know, single threaded loads, you're not running all the cores up so that the thermals aren't, you know, clocking up. The clocks are actually still pretty decent. So it's actually number one. It's actually faster than the 16 core part, which is number two. Right. And then it's also faster. That's number two right there. Obviously, uh, 10 core 188. We knew it did really well. You know, then we get to the, the quad cores because they run a very high clock. This is single threaded performance. 188, 184. We really don't see um, AMD uh, until all the way down here, 168. So single threaded performance. So Threadripper sucks. That's what you're trying no. to say. No, well, I mean for single threaded performance. <laughs> Why you got a troll, man? <laughs> we knew Intel. Intel. We knew Intel had a lead, right? So everybody knew that. And this translates into you know uh, a lot of applications, a lot of games too. A lot of games right. are still very much single threaded. Right, and I, this chart I think just proves that you don't need these chips for gaming. If yeah. you are just going to play games, you right. are totally fine with that quad core. Yeah, don't. In fact, don't do that. Go out and get a Ryzen five, a Ryzen seven, a Core i seven, Core i five. Why? Right. Why are you bothering with this sixteen, eighteen? This that's this is for content creation part. Uh, well, real, real quick, uh, El Duderino on YouTube's uh, saying, "Isn't it a seventy nine eighty XE instead of just X?" Did I put it? Did you make me put it in wrong? Gordon? I don't know if they're doing the XE anymore. Um, we could switch back to Adam. I'm going to switch okay. out of this chart. So Sweet. Uh, it it uh, I don't know if they're using. It is the extreme edition. I don't know if they're officially using that in their in the part number i think it may be uh, okay. x okay so these are all core x parts they may have dropped the old xe thing that they used to do like uh pentium extreme oh, it's edition still, actually it is on the is it still on yeah, there on what the i will say you know and i should have pulled it up which is kind of cool now people are wondering like hey the logo's gold now so you know, that's how you know right so it's a gold <laughs> series gold part it's Pretty. gold edition gold part uh, okay that's real, real Cinebench on on uh, on the Facebooks, uh, what is it, uh, Nick Baboy, mm -hmm. uh, saying, what will Gordon do with a 6 gigahertz overclocked Core i9? What would you do, Gordon? I I don't know. I'd probably um, warm stuff up, maybe. Yeah. I, I would also then invest in, uh, in, in here in California, Pacific Gas and Electric, because <laughs> I'd be making plenty of money with all the power and heat you'd be generating at six gigahertz. It'd be pretty cool. And also my investments in liquid nitrogen companies to get to six gigahertz. Perfect. Um, Bum, we, I've got basically a huge amount of charts, basically across the board. I will just say, let's do one more. Now, this is, uh, I actually think it's, it's interesting. I'm going to pull this one up. This is a Corona renderer. It's a new benchmark to me. Uh, it is a, a tool. I think it's made for Studio Max. Uh, the reason I heard about it is because when you know AMD was telling us, "Hey, check out this cool benchmark, uh, Corona renderer." It's very nice, right? It's like it's multi-threaded. You get all kinds of cool stuff. And yeah, and we used it when we did our um, threader for review. And no surprise, you know, hey, here's your ten-core part again. That's just, that's not great, right? So, yeah. AMD right here. Awesome. 16 core Threadripper. Just awesome. But I got to say, this is, this is actually, I'm not seeing, I didn't, I don't think I saw this same amount of Delta between in Cinebench and Poverty and other ones, but in Corona, it really likes those Intel cores. Look at where that 16 core part is. And then look up to 18. We're like, that's, it's a 
it's a it almost looks like it runs more efficiently on Intel cores than it does on AMD cores. So I mean, those are pretty big steps down for each one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, cores, and again, this isn't a test that AMD was saying, "Hey, you guys should check this out for thread up reviews." And yes, I, I agree, it is definitely a worthy test. Um, but you know, there are politics with benchmarks. A lot of people go like, "Well, why are you using that? Are you are you using that just because so and so said you should? Because your favorite one part?" I ran that because AMD says, hey, check it out. I, yeah, okay, worthy. And, you know, when the competition comes back up, we'll, we'll test it there, too. So you can't just run the benchmark and then show AMD in front, and then you can't ignore it when AMD and Intel's in front. But that is a that is a serious step up for those Intel uh, Speaking of competition, uh, is asking, uh, when is Epic coming out? Uh, has Epic not shipped it? I thought Epic was already shipping. Uh-huh. I mean, it's pretty close. Uh Let's see. I don't know. I've been told if we do too many of these benchmark charts, people start dying. Like people are like literally smashing their heads and their keyboards, getting concussions. <laughs> They're out of it. So it's like the we, opposite of a uh, angel getting its wings. Yeah. Actually, you show one more chart and the angel loses its wings. Uh, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. So <laughs> let's let's uh, let's do another one. Uh, I, I did this last time. I thought it was pretty cool. And it was the. Um, it was a scaling between in Cinebench, which what I did is I took Cinebench and I ran it from one thread to 32 threads. And, you know, we could see where the advantage the 16 core Threadripper had over a 10 core Skylake X. And of course, now I did it again with the 18 core part. So what are we looking at here? So I'm going to draw the line uh, and, and tell us the colors, too. Yeah. So the the blue there's, is there's three bars 10 core blue. So I'm going to draw 10 core. I'm going to try to. This is 10 core. Okay. Or can I do this right? And I just copied the last four. This is actually at the 36 threads because um, uh, 18 cores, 36 threads, right, with hyperthreading. And then let's do AMD. So uh, green, can I stick this accurately? It's a little tough because it's far away. Sorry, audio listeners. You'll have to look at the pretty pictures on the website for that. Oops. Sorry. I don't want to. I do want to give Just go to PCWorld.com. But here's the thing, um, 18 core. Wait, the green is Threadripper? Green is Threadripper. Okay. This top line that I'm drawing. So 18 core, basically, before, it was just it was just an ass kicking by Threadripper over 10 core. I mean, <laughs> we're looking huge, right? That's just like not even fair. I, to be fair to Intel, that um, 16 core part did actually do... You know, pretty good. Or the ten core Skylake X had an advantage in lower th- lower third count tasks, but in uh, you know, in all these high third count, it was just destruction. Eighteen core basically beats Threadripper in uh, uh, low thread count, high IPC stuff, and you're looking at a pretty decent advantage when you get to the high end too. So there's really that advantage that Threadripper had in performance. Is, doesn't exist with the 16 and 18 core parts anymore. So Intel officially struck back? Intel they, officially struck back. How, how does this well, compare to Star Wars terms? How can you, I mean, how do you define winning? Do you take price into account or are we talking purely performance? Well, wait, let's do one more performance chart because let's, let's wait, just... Wait, 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 you want another angel to lose its wings? Yeah. Uh, what can I do? Can I do... Well, we can do... 
And I'm gonna, I, yeah, I'm gonna, everyone in the chat, I just want to point out everyone in the chat is saying they're so excited for this 18 core part. They're all going to go out and buy it right really? away. Right now. They're like, just they're right now. They're putting down $2,000. Boom. I'm just kidding. I'm all right. You know, I will save this last <laughs> chart. Money so, yeah. I'm going to save that last chart for the, um, for the end. No, for the next for the next thing. But oh, I'm going to okay. bring up this one because Lena, she's Lena. <laughs> by the way, okay. does all our deals. Our, 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 our <laughs> switched over to this one. <laughs> this is a personal favorite of mine. This, yeah, this. <laughs> nice. Okay. So what are what we looking I, at here? We are. So you know, so you know, performance is relative. So a lot of people try to calculate um, how much money are you getting for this CPU in performance. Well, how how the hell do you do that, right? Um, because you know, Threadripper is closer in some some workloads, and it's farther in others. Core i9, for the most part, 90% of the time is going to be faster in gaming workloads. How exactly do you peg value to it? Rather than do that, I just simply like, let's just look. Uh, Threadrippers, you're getting very decent amount of performance. You know, 90, 85 to 90 to 95% performance per thread out of uh, Core i9. So what I just, let's just look at it just on per thread, how much you're paying. Because you just don't know what you're getting in different apps for the for the performance. So I just took that, let's just take list price and we divided it by the threads. And the absolute worst is, uh, <laughs> I just had to. Oh, I, you know, I, I, wrote, I wrote over the money, the, the yeah, dollar. You did. So it's 80, I love that, that, that 6950 Broadwell E, that Intel introduced at 1,723, that just like triggered everybody. It's $86 per thread, right? That's just like, huh? <laughs> That's just a terrible value, right? And then, so when we're talking about the uh, 18 core part and 16 core parts, the ones that we're, we're that basically have snatched the performance thrown back, uh, performance crown back, you're paying fifty six dollars and fifty three dollars per thread. Which, <laughs> when you compare it to Broadwell E, <laughs> well, that's a decent price, eighty six bucks. I mean, that sounds like a steal to me. The, what I say I think is interesting is you look at like this is like. No, I'm concluding KB Lake X here because it goes into 2066 socket. I think it's fair. Core i5 is a is a quad core part, no hyper threading, and it's actually you're paying more per thread on a on a on a Core i5 KB Lake X than you are <laughs> for the 18 core oh, Core i970, and that's just like um, yeah, and that's what again that's why people got so angry. Like, why did you even introduce this part Intel? It was clearly for esports championships or overclocking sports championships, but you know it's still a part that people think they might buy. No one's going to buy it, but sixty-one bucks. But the thing that really blew me away, though, because look, the absolute best value on this chart against all thread rippers and all twenty sixty-six parts, well, plus that Broadwell E, which is just named for com comedic effect, is thread ripper. That's insane. Nineteen fifty X. The very top. Look at that. That is a Ryzen thread ripper. Nineteen fifty X. Sixteen cores, thirty-two threads, thirty-one dollars per thread. I mean that that is a that was a phenomenal. That's deal. a great deal. Yeah, I mean, look at this. So, like, I mean, that's a great deal. That's a great deal. I did, Elena, you love deals, right? That's a great deal. I can you I, confirm that this is a great deal? She kept asking about price. It's the lowest price on here. I know, but it's just the way you're saying it. It just makes me laugh. <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that's the thing, right? So. You know, and I really think that what Intel went with this, the 18 core, 16 core parts is like, they, it's a, it's, it's simply, it's a moral victory. They, they just wanted to be first, right? Cause you know what? There's no denying it. I run all these tests nine times out of 10, 
19 out of 20 times, you know, Intel's in front of Threadripper. In fact, stick around. We're going to do exact same systems, 16 core versus 16 core. Boom. But 18 core, it's clearly the performance leader for consumer oriented CPUs, right? But 2000 bucks. Who the hell's going to buy it? Wait, wait, wait. Bucks? So, uh, real quick, how much is the, uh, is that 1950X? Uh, 1950X is a thousand bucks. Okay, so thirty-one dollars per thread is a great deal at a thousand bucks. You know what's even better? And uh, somebody's getting into this into uh, the chat. Uh, he wants the uh, Jimmy Gandic. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I want to build a PC, uh, but I want to learn about it first. So uh, for in the meantime, he's going to buy an Xbox One X. Which gets you eight cores for five hundred dollars, mm. right? Oh my God! You know what? Right? I, That's a great deal. You know, I do lectures at um at when because a lot of a lot of because I'm I've been around PC you know community technology stuff and I do speak I speak I, I get paid role I get paid uh usually He's Harrison Ford Harrison <laughs> Ford goes on first for ten dollars and then I go on for twenty five dollars to speak in front of uh, high school <laughs> audiences like what technology is you prepare. Your graduate to go to school, what should you buy? And I always say, buy an Xbox. Because I say, look, when you are doing that late night light term paper or uh, editing something in Excel, or, you know, just doing all those kind of like things you have to do, all those productivity things, Xbox is the best value for that. Well, actually, uh, Ruritu says, uh, you know, you can get a <laughs> PS4 with eight cores for 250 I mean, do that math. Yeah, yeah. I've been deal, running Mrs. Mrs. Deal Post. Is yeah. that is that good math? So you see my shirt? <laughs> Can't see all of it, but it says nope, nope. not nope. today. Nope. <laughs> so we're all. I don't know. See, he, I didn't even know that it was going to be thematically appropriate, but apparently <laughs> I just knew. So you will not. So you you are saying that you will not be buying the. Uh, you don't think the 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 eighteen core part is a. Is it At be thirty-one bucks money? a core, I mean, you no, can't no. get better. Well, for Threadripper, thirty-one. Yeah. I mean, so this is the thing that we talk about when we talk about it seriously. It comes down to that really finicky, like math you have to do, where you have to take into account everything that you, specifically you, not just some generic person, what you're going to do with the part, and then you think about what kind of performance you need, how much you're willing to pay for it, and then you like put that all into a bag, shake it up, and then you see what the result is. And I feel like this is exactly, exact, kind of exactly proves that point. So sure, you look at the chart and it says Ryzen Threadripper, $31 per thread. But if you're that person that needs like that tiny bit more performance yeah. that you'll get out of the equivalent 16 core par for Core i9, then you might spend the extra, was it $700, $800 for that part? Yeah. Wait, because I'm sorry, actually, put that in per thread? So, oh, sorry. Yeah. Where is it on the list? It's down there somewhere. 53 bucks. Oh, man. 16 quarter. I mean, I don't know about you, but if I'm going to go out to lunch, uh, would I much rather pay for a $31 sandwich or a 50 what? $6 sandwich? $53 sandwich? Th yeah. Oh, 31 you know, versus 56. Yeah. I'd, no, 53. I'd much rather pay $31. I don't know yeah, but if that $53 sandwich made you that much more efficient and faster and brought you all in, like brought you all the sweet cash, I mean, like maybe you would buy the $53 sandwich so what you're trying to say is that uh that core i9 is the best because it gives you the most performance no i'm saying for that the most price if you have the money to put up front into a really expensive sandwich you could be happier so it's worth it core i9 is worth it 
I think, yeah, I think that's what. Am I on a political show? I feel like I'm like being asked questions, so like pigeonhole me in that corner. Like, Senator, would you say that this bill actually does not insure small children? I, you know, I gotta say, I mean, I, she has a really good point, which is like, yeah, if again, in uh, the way I sort of been putting this is like, look, if my boss came to me and said, hey, we need to build you a new rendering <laughs> workstation to run Chrome and Word <laughs> at your desk at, at IDG instead of the POS you have right now. Would I say like, oh yeah, give me the best deal? Or would I say like, no, we need to buy, you need, yeah, you're going to go, if work is paying for it, you buy Intel, you buy an 18 core, you buy a 16 core, 18 core. Cause you know, that costs more, right? You should just go for the eight. Because who cares? You're spending works money, right? If I work for the government, I would spend all the money I could because <laughs> that's what you do. You're in the government. At least that's our perception as taxpayers. Butt, get a butt warmer for that. Uh, but, if I, but again, if, but if I'm working at home and I'm a private contractor and I'm doing independent work, you know, bang for the buck. You, just, you are getting an insane amount of performance per buck out of that Threadripper. And that's sort of the, I think, the big vic- victory for them. But... You know, again, yeah, sure. You know what? There's some people like, yeah, you know what? I, you're going to, I'm going to get 15% or 10% uh, faster encodes or 10% faster renders. That's worth it because yeah. over, over a year of renders, 10%, that's going to pay for itself easily. So there's definitely that advantage and, you know. Yep. So uh, Adam Kinder 67 in YouTube is, uh, is going along with my analogy uh, and he's saying that a $53 sandwich uh, comes with uh, many less PCIe French fries than the $31 sandwich. So you're actually getting more, you're getting sam- a sandwich cheaper and more fries, PCIe fries. Yeah, but are those fries soggier? <laughs> I mean, that can make a whole difference. <laughs> it depends on what fries you get. Like, I know, like we're talking in and out, or we're yeah. talking like McDonald's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> I had some in and out fries on Saturday. Um, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of in and out fries. Yeah, they're uh, like cardboard. Yeah, uh-uh. it's weird texture. Yeah. Um, anyway, going back to the whole Threadripper <laughs> thing, though, like I think that Threadripper, Thread. Oh God, I can't speak today. Threadripper is great for like I have friends who take video, like 4K video, and for them this is great because they're amateurs, they're hobbyists. So they want the performance. They can throw down $1,000 and crunch those videos faster. Right. But they don't necessarily need that extra bit. And so they get access to this really great hardware without having to super commit the way they used to have to. Right. You know, um, and should I, you know, should I break out with that chart I'd saved? I mean, I don't know. It's... I don't know what chart you're referring to. So. Are, we, are we stripping more wings off of angels? <sighs> he he loves to, to hurt angels. Well, I don't know because it's part of the next thing, but I, I'm going to just look. Here's it. Let me. This is actually part of the, the next thing. Oh, this looks interesting. No, that's not it. This, that's this, not it. <laughs> I'm trying to find the one that makes sense. That interesting sense. thing yeah, is right? not the interesting thing. That is thing. not it. You don't want to show that one live on TV. All right, we're just going mean, to. We'll just. Uh, we'll save it for the next yeah, one. Yeah, we'll save it for later. Oh, oh, you know, one thing I should. I do want to. Oh, actually, no, it's part of the next one. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the thing. Well, I, is there. I mean, basically, let's just. We should just wrap up Core i9. It says it's, it is the new performance leader, right? So 18, 18 core, 16 core. Core i9 is the performance leader, right? That's just simply, there's no ifs and buts. I could I could bore you out of your existence by showing you all these other benchmarks. Gaming, of course. Right. Too late. Yeah, gaming, of course. No kidding. You know, Core i9, we knew it would be ahead. It's definitely still ahead in gaming. And then for most of the content creation apps, you know, 19 out of 20, it's, a, right. it's ahead, rendering, everything. It's just, but again, it comes down to money, so it's just not the best value. 
but Intel gets the moral victory. So I have a question for you. If this war were to continue, how many cores do you think Threadripper would have to have to pull ahead again? Oh, I mean, I think... Uh... Like, how ludicrous would this core war have to get? I mean, well, because don't they have they have two extra dies that they're not using, uh, you know, for the for the epic side, right? So, so couldn't they do thirty two cores and and be just fine? I I suppose they could. I mean, I don't know. You know, one thing it is not clear to me. So uh, that that actually came up this week, in fact, again because um, uh, DeBauer, who's an incredible, <laughs> I mean, that guy, he's an incredible. Uh, Incredible tinkerer. He basically so there was a controversy over uh, Ryzen Threadripper because there were four four dies or four chips underneath the heat spreader. Everybody thought, oh my god, there's two more eight core dies under there. I they could potentially unlock those. I can get a thirty two core chip for twelve dollars. It's not true. <laughs> AMD told everybody, no, those are just blanks. They don't they don't do any. They don't contribute anything except for structural integrity. So DeBauer is like, wait a minute, I <laughs> I bought a retail Threadripper, and then I sanded down the dies <laughs> after removing them. And look, guess what? These are actually chips. This is real silicon, right? Mm. So, and of course, everybody's like, oh, AMD, you were lying to us. These are real chips. You, we're going to be able to unlock, you know, blah, blah, blah for $12. And then AMD has since then. I was talking to them as well because, you know, I, I was part of that as well. I was the one who wrote that they said they were blanks, right? So there's, they're like, it doesn't matter what those are. Those, there's nothing, there's no, no electrical connections under those. You can never enable those. So basically, if we were to guess those, those dies, could just be there as placeholders, yes, to keep it from collapsing. It doesn't mean that, you know, down the road, they'll just be, you know, basically bare. And then maybe they just took all the bad, you know, dies and just stuck them under there for now. And then later on, as we move along, they'll actually, they will just be simply blank dies. It's just, but they'll never work. And the reason why I bring this up is like, my question is, so there's no electrical, electrical connections in the current thread rippers under those dies. What I want to know, and I have not been able to get AMD to tell me, is does a socket support more than two dies electrically? And I, it's not clear to me. Hmm. So the reason I ask that is because, yeah, maybe for all we know, it only supports two dies permanently. So does it support four dies to get to 32? I don't know. I honestly don't know. I do know that uh, AMD has said on the record that uh, Threadripper is not compatible with Epic. You cannot drop an Epic into the socket. It will not work. Hmm. So it does, it does make me wonder a little bit if there's like, maybe it's just not supported. Hmm. So the most you're ever going to get is two die approach. That doesn't mean maybe AMD might be able to stack, you know, more chips on a die eventually too, right? They might be able to get, you know, 10 or 12 on, on each die and then increase core count that way rather than using four four dies so uh ruru two on youtube is saying that uh those extra chips are boulders or chips that they had laying around boulders it could be <laughs> and they basically say yeah they could basically be jello at you know it doesn't matter they are not there you will never turn them on doesn't matter what you're gonna do yeah unless you break into the factory at night crank it up turn you know build your own that's just not it's not ever gonna happen so but yeah i don't know do what so, but to add the long way to answer your question I, it, 16 definitely is faster it feels like if they get to 24, I mean, it's sort of like, it seems like their strategy, if they really want to push Intel on the performance crown thing, is they go to 24. And really what it is, is to push Intel to see how far Intel will go 
<laughs> to give you more cores. I mean, just think about what it took for Intel to even give you 16, 18 cores, right? It was like pulling teeth out of them. Yeah, but now, now that the floodgate is open, I mean, you think they, I mean, they, Intel, you don't want to push Intel. They'll, they'll keep going, right? I mean, right. I mean, they are, you know, the they've got a massive amount of fabs. They have the leading, you know, fabs in the world. So, like, like I don't think they were holding back on core count because they couldn't. They, they just, you know. But they also do have they have really healthy business selling people very expensive Xeons for servers. True. So they really don't want to stomp on that. And let's also be honest: the practical limit of consumers to need more than 18 or 16 cores is very difficult. Yeah. I mean, I love them. I, yeah, I'm not saying I would say no to a 30 core chip, 32 cores, but you're really stretching it. I, you know, I was running Cinebench and Blender at the same time to try to get like, Oh, let's really kind of load these things up. And you know, you're buying again, if you're buying these CPUs, if you're buying a Threadripper or a Core i9, you really should only be buying it if you have a need for it, right? If you're just playing games or doing Chrome yep. and Word, don't don't buy Threadripper, don't buy Core i9. You're just wasting your money. Unless you're rich. That's different because if you're rich, send us money. We need money. I mean, <laughs> no, that's actually, why you get the one with the gold label or logo. Yeah, gold label. So it goes with everything else in your house that's right. plated in actual 24 karat gold. You got your, you had your butler go out and stand in line to get you an iPhone 10. Perfect. Sure, certainly Core i9 one. is definitely the way to go. <laughs> so, but yeah, I, I just think, you know, I I don't know. Where do you go from here? The core words are sort of at the end in really quickly. I don't know what else uh, we can do. I mean, do you think really think it's the end? Or no. do you think that they're just going to keep nudging each other? It's just, just, just out of sheer pride. I mean, I don't know, but does, AM, does AMD's, yeah. Does AMD need to do anything? I mean, look at the look at those those hundred dollar bills there. <laughs> I mean, thirty one dollars per thread. It's just like they, even if they're like, yeah, whatever. Your eighteen core chip is 15 percent faster at high thread count workloads. Who cares? I mean, a thousand dollars difference. Uh, yeah. Hey, check this out. You can get a Threadripper and uh, you know a 1080 Ti, or you can get a motherboard and 128 gigs of RAM, or not sure. really 128 gigs, 64 gigs of RAM. So I mean, there's just so much. You can get so much for seven hundred dollars for a 16 core Core i9, or a thousand dollars. I mean, that's just. I mean, if it just to me, it's just like wow, you know. It'd be interesting. I almost kind of do wonder if Threadripper will do better because it's just got so much bang for the buck for people who, you know, who who need it, who need it, who who have like, hey, I built a six core system for a long time because I could never afford eight core. Now for your what you would have paid for an eight core chip, you know, 16 threads where it's like you're going to go. Yeah, I'm not really going to be buying a 16 core core nine or 18 core. Uh, uh, We got a good question on YouTube from Charles Nix. He's saying instead of more cores, why not just improve the performance of those cores? Yeah, well, I mean, that's that's difficult, right? That's I mean, but that's difficult. I mean, there's one way they do it. Um, Intel definitely does have a lead in, in AVX2 support. Good luck finding anything that supports AVX2. So, you know, this is a game that has been played in CPU world for a long time where they just, hey, we're going to put in new instruction sets. Look at the, look, look how much faster this is doing this. It's twice as fast. Um, okay, well, no one uses that. So what's, it takes a long time to get software to catch up to you. So, and, I, and I'm going to use a really old example, Pentium 2 to Pentium 3. They had some different, I think it was SSC was introduced and was, people were like, this is a complete waste of time, whatever. Later on, Intel had a really good point. They're like, look, go back and take a Pentium 2 and Pentium 3 and do an MP3 encode. That P3 will just stomp the crap out of that P2. And it was SSE. But 
at the same time, it took like four years for the SSCs to uh, SSCs support to actually catch up in the CPUs and on the on the um, on the software side. So, okay, but you know what? It's benchmark time. Well, it's benchmark time because you know we yes. are just so much Core Nine. All right, here's the exciting part. Let me switch part. it over. Let me switch it over. Here we go. Boom. Core Nine moral victory. Ryzen Threadripper. Elena says it's the best victory. deal. Best you should go deal. and get one. Best deal. See my shirt. <laughs> it says nope. go go nope. buy an i9. Is that what it says? No. Uh, so here's what we have. <laughs> this is awesome because what do we well, got? So one of the problems when people go like, well, uh, can you look at a third third versus Core i9 for power? It's like, well, the only way to do that is to have the exact the same system, right? So what we have on the left. Let me see if I can do this. Oops. Uh, yeah, and for the audio listeners, you're going to really enjoy these live benchmarks. Yeah, we'll yeah, you're really going to enjoy the live benchmark. So on the left, because I'm old school, is the green machine, which is a 16 core Falcon Northwest Talon. Inside, hold on to your hold on to your pants or <laughs> hold on to your butts. Here I we think go. Is what they they told Pierre Salinger, but inside. Uh, Threadripper 1950X, 128 gigs of DDR4 2400, um, two M.2 Samsung 960 Evo drives, uh, a hard drive size, who cares? <laughs> <laughs> the oh, It's liquid cool with an ASX cooler. I don't have the exact spec. It's in a box right next to me. And uh, two Titan X Pascals in SLI. Same power Ooh. supply, same cooler. Ooh. On the right, Core i9 7960X. 16 cores. Is that 32 threads? 32 threads. 128 gigs, DDR4, 2400, and two Titan X Pascals. Nice. Real Titan X Pascals, not the non Pascal one. Matching power supply, matching cooler, matching fans. Matching cases. Look, except for the paint job, I wish we we should have yeah, got a shot of these beautiful. No, I'm sorry. Beautiful hand painted. It's really a bummer. I, sh- I should almost move one of these monitors just so you could see it. Um, beautiful hand painted cases. The paint jobs are 800 bucks themselves, right? Seven something, but 800 bucks. So beautiful, beautiful machines, mega dollars. But what it gives us is the ability to run the same tests on both machines with the exact same components, same power supply, same cooler, same case fan, same storage. The only thing that is a little different when storage is um, Core i9 has dual NVMe M.2 drives in RAID because you can do that. Threadripper, when that machine was built, there was no support for RAIDed NVMe. So it has two drives run independently, they are not in RAID. It's not supported. We sort of went back and forth on that. I sort of thought, well, is it fair to Intel that um, AIM, you know, that's a feature Intel supports, but it's a feature that AMD doesn't support, at least at the time these machines were built. It's not really felt fair to sort of kneecap Intel. So RAID 0, M.2s, left one, two M.2s, not in RAID. Um, looking at the performance of them, though, you know, these are Samsung 960 Pros. You're not really giving anything up. There's, in fact, I think the write speed was better on the non-rated version. So, huh. but the cool thing is, like, look, so we can do live benchmarks if you want to watch. So we are going to do this. Oops. So we got Cinebench, huh? We got Cinebench. 
And I'm trying to use my... Oh, I've messed it up. Ah. Whoops. And for the audio listeners, the cool thing about this particular setup is that Gordon has everything attached to one keyboard and one mouse. So everything he does on one system is mirrored on the other system. So it's exactly the same. Right. Um, and of course, I'm having problems with the mouse. So I, this is, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give a shout out to this company. Uh, I've been working with them to try to get this up and running. It's pretty cool. It's Huntuk. KMS 200. The awesome thing is, like, check this out. I'm controlling this. See the mouse? No, I'm going to move over At here. At the same time. At the same time, I'm going to click run. So we are now doing simultaneous Cinebench 15s. Again, left, Threadripper, right is Intel. Interestingly, Intel one started a little bit after. We're but starting with the uh, multi-thread Cinebench test. We're going to start off with multi-threaded. So this is both of them running exact look again. Oh, and both of these are stock clock. The end result, 16 core, Core i9, 3,194, Threadripper, 3,030. So, Core i9 win. Core i9 wins, 16, you know, 16 core on 16 core action. And I got to say, almost everything, I mean, let's, I I can go ahead and run. Should I do this? This is going to bore everybody. I could do a single threaded run. No, we don't want to do that because we know who wins on that. We know who wins. And, and, um, Let's not save that. So let's do, uh, let's again, let's do this Corona renderer. See if I can get this right with my, uh, I'm just having problems with the mouse clicking, not recognizing. Oh, and by the way, we are running these on identical Dell 4K panels. Too. Uh, yep. The panels, I, I even got out identical mouse and keyboards. The the cabling uh, is all identical. Not They're each on their own uh, power breaker. But, uh, you know, Chuck in YouTube saying, you know, sure, the Intel won, but it didn't beat it by much. Yes. And in fact, I can I can actually show you some of the numbers I run. So, again, let's look at the Corona results. And I think I do. Do I have a Corona? Nope. Let me do this. So, uh, Ruru2 on YouTube is asking, is that one second worth $600 more? <laughs> uh, let's ask the deal lady, Elena. Is that one second or $600 more, Elena Yee? I mean, how many seconds add up to minutes over the course of the year? Confirmed. One second is is worth $600. So, again... It says PC World's Elena Yee. Oh, is it? oh no, we're still Great. running here. That quote shows up somewhere. <laughs> I'm so killing you. <laughs> All right, still running. But we are running, you know, Corona Renderer. Again, this is a benchmark that AMD was... Um, telling everybody to run we're running it on both 16 core chips still running i can i can already tell you what the result is and uh, <coughs> oh interestingly so intel we got on the intel results uh seven million eight hundred ninety four so uh, raise per second and rambus on youtube says one run makes a great average number so yes. Going. Well, we could we could sit here and run them all day um, over and over <laughs> again, over again. I can tell you it will not change. Um, we're doing this for demo purposes and for AMD, six point five million for the review. You, just to clear it up for the review, you obviously yes. ran them more than once. Yes, right? Yes. Yes. Ran it yes. more than once. OK, I know. I just pay somebody to do it. But yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah. So um it's just, you know, pretty much, oh, come on. 
Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, funny enough, uh, we have uh, Bully Barrett, or Bullet Barry. Oh, sorry, it's Monday. Uh, in YouTube chat, it says, where are those computers from? I work at Falcon Northwest, and they look familiar they, to the ones he... we build. Oh, yes. These are these were built by Falcon Northwest. These are Falcon Northwest boxes, yes. Yeah, let me try this render again. This is going to work? Or is it still going? Oh, I think it started over again. Yep. Uh, Jacqueline says, uh, demonstrate how many devices you can plug into them. Yeah. You mean like USB devices? Uh, I think, not, I think PCIe. It's the, it's the, B, it's the old PCIe dig. So let's also, let's, we, so Corona renderer, th- uh, Core i9 faster. Yep. Cinebench, Core i9 faster. Let's do uh blender. Let's see if I can get this to work. Um, why don't we do. <clears throat> so Gordon says that, uh, Core i9's worth it. Worth the $600 more. Now, this is really going to be the... Oh, wait. No, wait. It's the BMW one. Great. Thank you. All right. Let's do this again. What, what are we doing? We're going to do Blender. Oh, great. What's going on? What's wrong? Sorry. I can't... The problem is I can't actually read it. It's too... Uh, too it's small? too small for me. <laughs> 200% 4K scaling. All right. So, here we go. This is a Blender. This is the Ryzen logo. Or Ryzen chip that has AMD's been demoing for a long time. We're going to do it. I'm going to do F12. Ready, set, go. Running at the same time. You're watching on the left, AMD. On the right, Intel. On the left, Red Ripper. On the right, Core i9. Yes, sorry, audio listeners. So is this trying to say that um, that you can build a Ryzen CPU with a Core i9? Yes, that's it. And it'll make it faster? Uh, I will say this one test, it's uh, not much of a difference here because, you know, it, it, this, this benchmark actually runs really quickly. If you do a heavier load, uh, Gooseberry, um, Ryzen actually does worse. If you if you run the BMW benchmark, also Core i9 wins. So for the most part, uh, I got to say, you know, uh, Core i9 in the shootout, it's faster in, in everything. I mean, we can do a game, too. Do we want to do a game? Yeah, load up a game. Why not? Right, We're here for get... the long haul. Let me see what I can actually get to run, because uh, thank you, DRM. Um... Also, uh, we're going to put the name of the Falcon Northwest boxes uh, in the description Yes. Uh, after this goes up, because, mm-hmm. yeah, I have to wait. All right. Can I... I will start up uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider. That hot new game, Ryzen Tomb Raider. Rise of the Tomb Raider. This is the latest version that has been patched. No, no, no. Ryzen Tomb Raider. Oh, Ryzen Tomb Raider. Yeah. Let's see if I can get it. Oh, is it going to stream? No. Speaking of Tomb Raider, did you see the new trailer? No. Is it really? I've been too disappointed too often by video game movies. Yeah. So I just kind of tuned them out now. Yeah. A lot of people are excited by it. I'm not... uh, I don't know. I'm not that excited. Are they excited because the person playing Lara is very attractive, or are they excited because it's actually going to be a good movie? I don't know, because I actually don't think that what, Alicia Vikander, is that her name, right? I think I mean, so. Yeah, she's she's pretty, but I mean, yeah, I, I it doesn't feel like a... Uh, doesn't feel like it's that it feels like it's taking more of the what the action set pieces in the game and, and felt right but then again I don't oh know. yeah see then definitely so, i don't think i'd want to yeah. watch that because i yeah. i didn't even i mean in fairness i didn't finish the first reboot tomb raider reboot of tomb raider mm-hmm. but i kind of had to quit because i was tired of her shrieking so much <laughs> 
So. I, yeah, video game movies. I'm actually been, I've been, people don't know this, but I also moonlight as a script writer. Yeah. So oh, nice. I've been, Hollywood, there's uh, that trend of like, oh my God, any, any, co- any comic book person. And then like, oh, we've, we've, we've exploited all those raw uh, resources. Let's now exploit um, video game resources. And they've already gone through that. The next hot thing people don't know what in is Hollywood. It? What is it? It's going to be applications. So you're going to take mm. not not game characters, mm-hmm. but like Office. Like I'm writing a script oh. just on Excel. Oh, so I, well, they're Excel making a Tetris movie. And it, are you kidding? Yeah, it's going to be a trilogy. Oh my god, and I'm not joking. <laughs> and I am joking. How could you do an Excel movie? But if you're doing it, I mean, you could always do something with Word and Clippy. I suppose Clippy, but yeah, Clippy. <laughs> Actually, Clippy would be kind of Clippy would be like the Angry Birds movie, the Emoji movie. Yeah, the right, Emoji so, movie. Yeah. So I got Tomb Raider. We're ready to go. All right, Tomb Raider. Uh, just to prove it, look. We're going to go through the settings. Uh, both are on very I, you high. You can't read it. It's a little too Okay, well, small. all right. We're, we're going to We do trust this. you. We're Everyone trust trusts Gordon. Yeah, sure. I don't trust me. Why is this? <clears throat> all right. And Elope is, uh, says there should be a movie based on WordPerfect. Uh, <laughs> oh, my gosh. I didn't think anybody else actually ever used WordPerfect. I never used it. but It no, was such here. a good program. <laughs> I was so sad when Word finally like killed it. Yeah. WordPerfect 5.1. Yeah. Oh, so the the core so, i9 is already we'll faster. Pretty good. All right, we are cranking up. All right, we got. So we let's see if I can get this to. Oh, you're, yeah. Oop. I um. So I'm synchronizing these. For some reason, I'm not getting keyboard response. Or it's, the game is not recognizing this. But let's try to crank these at the same time using the. Mice. You got it. Ready, set, and go. Oh, yeah, that felt pretty yeah. close. That felt pretty, pretty close. close pretty close. It's almost like you've done this before. Yeah, yeah. Rising this is a really Raider. cool box. Oh, look at that. Oh, Thread, yeah. Threadripper loaded, Thread faster. loaded faster. Nice. All that matters. So we're, but again, this is Rise of the Tomb Raider. We're running very high default 4K. So V-Sync pretty. is off. It, it and is I got to say, SLI is on. They both have the same drivers. I checked SLI makes absolutely no difference in Tomb Raider. <laughs> Rise of the Tomb Raider. It doesn't matter. And this is the thing that makes, of course, Brad and um, Hayden very happy. Cause, uh, yeah, me too. Team single GPU. Yeah, multi-GPU just doesn't do squat. <laughs> no squatness. But yeah, so we are running this. Uh, Martin Shields on YouTube says they should be, make a heist-based Ooh. movie based on LastPass. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be good. <laughs> That's a good one. That one is pretty good. Yeah, hold on to those ideas, man. <laughs> they've already done. They've already done uh, uh, mobile OS games. They could do mobile OS apps just like that. I suppose that would make sense. Just like, yeah, Hollywood will do anything. I'm gonna see some something point. on Bless Mint you. someday. All about that budgeting. Oh, about that. Um, E Lopez five eighty is asking, uh, what memory mode is the Ryzen using right now? So I actually I am running in the default mode. I've not cranked it over to um, gaming gaming mode. I could. I forget which one Tomb Raider likes. We can in fact do this. Oh, actually, that might be. A, we could do that in real time. And in fact, while I do that, we can we can look at some of the benchmarks because at this point, you know. Oh. So um, Ryzen Threadripper one sixteen, Core i nine one twenty four. Yeah. So it's a little bit faster, right? We're not looking. And again, that's it. That's that Core 4K very high. Yeah, Core 9 is fat. But, you know, again, I 
we already knew this result going into this, right? For gaming, <laughs> Core i9, Core i7, Intel generally a little bit better. Not enough probably to be a deal breaker to most people. Maybe. So it's not the end of the world, but clearly Intel is faster in games. And, you know, in fact, I even did, um, and I couldn't do it. Uh, there's an Ubi game because you can't run two of them at the same time without dual Ubi accounts, but same thing. You just basically across the board, 10, 15% faster for Core i9. Not a surprise. So I can kick this over. We can, since somebody did wonder. Of course, that does require a reboot, but let's. So uh, Yamil Abugatas uh, on YouTube is asking, Adam, which one will you buy? I'm not going to buy either of these. He's. Two GPU setups? No, uh-uh. That's not for me. I'm a single GPU guy. So we're going to go to Ryzen Master. I'm going to kick this over. But if you're talking about the CPU, I'm Threadripper. Yeah. We're going to just do default game mode. This is the latest version of uh, Ryzen Master, which, by the way, you can't find on Bing. You can find on Google. So, Adam, you're all about that $31 sandwich. Listen... There's there's something good to to finding a good deal, and you know this, you know where you're like, oh look at this, I found this awesome sandwich, and it was also at a deal, like it's a double win. Yeah, but you aren't know. you used to paying high prices for sandwiches given where we work? Uh, yes, but if it's my own money, <laughs> then I'll go <laughs> so for the cheap sandwiches. Are you saying sandwiches. that IDG's been paying for your lunches this whole time? How did oh, I, I wish. not know this? Yeah, man. Hey, hey Adam, well, this is well, the, the third upper box is rebooting. Can yeah, what's we, going on? Let's pull up a chart. So this, okay. So one thing let's I do, do like, um, because clearly performance comparisons are actually very easy to do. Mm-hmm. One thing that's very difficult to do is comparing power consumption oh power yes let's talk about power here we go i'm going to switch over to that so what we what i did what are we looking at so this is basically we use two uh, matching whatsapp pro meters this isn't exact science because clearly um the the loads the 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 results will vary a little bit depending on cinebench and kind of like it's not it's not a constant load i took cinebench and again just like what i have been doing is i cranked up um Cinebench and I said, oh, let's run a single thread, you know, two threads, three threads, four threads. And so we are looking at uh, power consumption of the fa- the, the Threadripper Falcon system against the Core i9 Falcon system. So these are, again, matching system, exact same video cards, exact same cooler, exact same f- uh, uh, fans, everything exactly the same. Power supplies, blah, blah, blah. The only thing that's different is the paint. So and I don't think that's going to affect power. But in the green... On the lower end of the bar that you see on the screen, this right here, can we get a line here? Yeah. So this this is basically Threadripper. Look, uh, if you can't read it, uh, at a, for a single thread, power consumption is roughly 123 watts. Uh, for single thread on Core i9, about 130. And of course, you just kind of, so we go from single thread, two, three, four, five, and you kind of watch... Core i9 just continues to use power all the way up. It just keeps on going. Threadripper, I thought it was pretty interesting. It definitely is more power efficient. Um, and I think everybody knew that, but now we're seeing with the exact same systems at the wall, how much of a difference. So like at, at 16, at 15 threads, you're looking at 235 watts versus, oh, of course I wrote over it, can't say, at 16 threads, <laughs> you're looking at 245 watts versus 277 on Core i9. As we get up all the way up to 32 threads, 310 watts versus 264. So you're definitely saving 
a decent amount of power with Threadripper. So again, 16 core versus 16 core, exact same matching systems, RAM, everything. What I th- also thought was pretty interesting is, look, you check out the Threadripper. It's sort of like once you sort of get up to about 16 watts, you're probably into that second die, right? So we've got both dies kicking, and the power kind of levels off. It just kind of like doesn't really use more power once you sort of passed up 18, 19 threads. Core i9 just keeps going. We're at 16. We're down at 273. And by all 32 threads, we're up at 310. So <laughs> Core i9, definitely less power efficient. Is that enough to really matter to a lot of people? I don't know. I mean, I mean, if you're at work, you're not paying for electricity. Yeah. If I'm at work, I don't care. You know, hey, I leave them on all. I don't even turn my machine off. I like <laughs> lay everything on. <laughs> I know IT's constantly telling us to turn off our systems when we go home. Really? Well, I do yeah. it because it's like, because my boss looks over and they go like, is Gordon here? Yeah, it looks like the computer's <laughs> on. Nobody would just let these lights and everything burn all the time. So it's like a Costanza move. You just leave it on. But that's that's a very nice thing. So again, matching system is exactly the same. That's a very decent power savings, right? So I just wanted to point yeah, that out. So it's cheaper, better power efficiency. I mean. Yes. Uh, how does it not sound like a good deal to me? It does sound like a pretty good deal sometimes. Uh, Screaming Eagle on YouTube says Intel gets the new Space Heater Award. Yeah, that 5 gigahertz box. Also, Elopus580 saying, uh, what about v, uh, VRM temps on a higher core counts? You know, I didn't look at the VRM uh, uh, temps. Uh, my feeling is, yeah, um, if you're going to overclock it, that's kind of a different world. But if you're not having problems... I don't think it's a big deal, right? So um, the whole VRM thing for overclocking, and you're, are you really going to be buying a $2,000 CPU and then overclocking the hell out of it? <laughs> I don't know. You know, it, to me, it's really only an issue if you're getting instability, and I, I, I've i not had any problems with either system. So You're going to have to actually put that one back into online mode. For some reason, it thinks you haven't launched it before. Uh, also, Avalon on YouTube says, Brad is probably skipping work today to play some Divinity Original Sin 2. That's it. I we think. cannot confirm or deny that, but I also have been playing that game, and oh, wow, that's, uh, that's a life suck. That is a... You, just, you, you, dig, you dive in head first. It really... That's a thick game. <laughs> and I've never... I'm not... You know, I'm new to the PC gaming space, you know, relatively, compared to you guys especially, but the... Uh, yeah, that's a, that's a lot of game right there. <laughs> Very overwhelming. You guys like CC CRPGs? No. No? No. This is the I, first one I've really dug into. Yeah, I can't do RPGs uh, because then I would never be a productive human. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Also, we had a, a question earlier. Here it is. Elvis Not. When is Elena getting and testing the Xbox One X? Um... TBD. TBD. Uh, we are going to be doing the Xbox One X build in about a month, I think. You're going to build your own? Yeah. How are you going to do that? We sure are. It's going to be great. It's going to be amazing. Also, uh, Steve Miller, uh, from not from the band, uh, says he, he works in a very small video creation shop. What's up, fellow video producer? Uh, and he he got when they got fifty nine sixty X overclocked about a year and a half ago. Their electric bill went up more than hundred dollars a month. Holy moly! In addition really? to what the baseline was, so how many how many systems were they running? I, I I I don't know. Let's ask him. How many systems were you running, Steve Miller? Not of the band. 
So, as as Steve Miller, not of the band, is answering the question, we are now running uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider on both the boxes, same settings, except on Threadripper, we have now kicked it on over to game mode. So, if people don't know, that changes them how it addresses memory. And I think the default mode turns off some cores, too. And this is the latest version of Ryzen Master 4 Threadripper. Uh, Steve Miller, not the band, says one. Oh what? my god, yeah. really? <laughs> yep, that's what wow. he said. Uh, so that power thing might actually matter. Huh? Also, uh, Adam Kinder 67 uh, is asking, uh, he's, he's curious why the RAM on both systems is only 2400 megahertz. Aren't, ah. aren't they both officially supporting 2666? Uh, I don't believe they are officially supporting 666, but also you got to remember... We're talking. We're not talking some plebeian sixty-four gigs or thirty-two gigs of RAM here. Falcon Northwest put one hundred and twenty-eight gigs. That's one hundred and twenty-eight oh, gigs of DDR4 2400. So that's eight eight gig DIMMs, right? And they have to be matching sets. You can't. You don't just buy them like one at a time and like some guy in the corner. So <laughs> when you load up the memory bus like that, getting to very high uh, clock speeds is very difficult. Um, oh. People got to validate them. I don't think they're, anybody's validated. So, so the idea I think is like, look, let's just go for overkill. Oh, so look, hey, this is the actually this. You had a good point because when I originally when we did Thread Ripper uh, testing of 1950x. Tomb Raider did benefit greatly from game mode, and we, of course, are seeing the benefits of that. Look, what are the results? 122.04 for a Threadripper, 121.91, oh. basically a tie. So in game mode on, it uh, was that 10 more frames? Because it wasn't oh, at yeah. one. It was, it was 116 like for Threadripper without okay. game mode right. on, and uh, it was 124 the last run we did on right. the Core i9. So pretty good. It definitely helps them. And one thing you got to remember... Uh, we have not, this is, uh, <laughs> this does not mean that third ripper is faster than core i9 in gaming. Um, what it really means is we've turned it back into mostly a, a, a GPU bottleneck here. We're running 4k panels with, there is no SLI support, a single Titan X Pascal. Pretty much. It doesn't matter if I cranked it down to 1920 by 1080 core i9 is going to have an advantage. We knew that from the original thread ripper, um, review, but Game mode really does help Third Ripper in gaming. Um, it doesn't. It's not a. That's why I. For me, it's not a. It's not a. It's not a deal breaker. I think Ryzen is Third Ripper and Ryzen are perfectly fine for gaming. You give up a little bit of performance, but you pick up other things like your multi-threaded performance. So Jocelyn on YouTube uh, uh, is saying uh, if Third Ripper is anything like Ryzen, it would probably do better with faster RAM. What do you think? It does actually do a little bit better, but um, I will say trying to troubleshoot some issues, 2400 to 3200 depends on the benchmark, but it wasn't like, you know, not world changing. But again, you got to remember, if you need a crap ton of memory, if you are running a production system, 128 gigs at a lower clock speed is going to probably be more valuable than, you know, 32 gigs at you know, DDR4 3200 and higher because mm. I'd rather have a bigger memory hole. Yeah, you may pay up, pay in some way, but if you're really editing a gigantic gigapixel image or video, 8K videos, you're generally going to want as much RAM as possible, right? I mean, so you, and you cannot, you know, this is not something done to intentionally uh, handicap a throat ripper, but um, it's, it's a reality is, you know, once you really get to those high densities, you're not going to be really pushing high clocks. So, 
Um, uh, I actually, uh, let's get into a couple other benchmark charts. All right, and then uh, yeah, let's do Coffee Lake and wrap it up. We're, All right. we're already in an hour. Oh my god, wow. an hour already? Yeah, let's rip off a couple more wings. Yeah. Okay, That's this one. Angels. Now let me see if anybody is anybody even. So this is. You want to switch over to this oh, benchmark okay. chart? So this is basically similar to what we did before previously with Third Ripper versus seventy nine hundred, right? And of course, before you knew, um, it was just an ass kicking for 7900 because 10 cores you just really gave up all that right you got a little bit there so i did the same thing for these two matching falcon northwest systems uh, okay stop stop why won't it do it hit the x okay so but one thing i wanted to know is like okay that chart it does make you go like wow this is like look at all this you're getting here you're definitely getting you know, a decent performance boost out of the 16-core Core i9. But one thing this chart really doesn't um, tell you is like, well, how much are you really picking up down at that low end here? So what I did, yeah, what I did, if I can get this to work, it won't work. Use okay. your finger. I'll use my, okay, uh, here we go. Whatever. So this is the same thing. These lines, basically, like this, now it's going to work, right? No, of course, yeah. So this line, again, the blue line is Threadripper. The orange line is Core i9, but I also went ahead and figured out what's the actual difference in performance, right, percent, as a percent change. So one thing this chart doesn't really give you is a sense of scale, because look at this. Then a 1T, 2T, 3T, Core i9 gives you more than double-digit improvement in performance in Cinebench, right, just looking purely at Cinebench. So basically, you're getting double-digit, you know, better performance out of a Core i9 and workloads up to maybe 16 threads, and then from there on, um, seven to four percent, right? So you're actually getting, and one thing I just, this is really sort of like where Core i9 is doing well is that 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 single-threaded, those low thread count, big advantage. That's a lot of what's happening with with gaming, a lot of uh, most applications. But this high thread stuff, you know, it's only about five, four percent. So it's not not a huge difference at the top end, but down at this single single threaded, lightly threaded stuff, ten expect greater than ten percent, right? So that's that's a nice uh, that's a nice bump for them. And and of course, I can't get this to can I? All right, here's the other thing though. Now I'm going to point this out though. This is your last one. Uh, two more. Wait, 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 last wait. one. <laughs> no, because oh. here's the thing. Gordon. Let's not. We can't Final look at this. Gordon. We can't look at this in a. We can't look at this in a, in a vacuum. These are beautiful systems. The room is warming up from running these. <laughs> but Core i nine seventy nine sixty X is not a thousand dollars. It is um, seventeen hundred dollars. So you, for the exact same amount of money, you're not getting that. So I went ahead and I I read I read the old chart we did last time. <laughs> this is the ten core for a thousand dollars for what you're getting from Intel. This is the same thing. So instead of because this is 1950X, 16 cores versus 10 core, 7900X. So matching prices. Matching prices. So this is what you're really getting out of Threadripper. So, yeah, uh, definitely still, again, you're seeing, wow, we're getting very decent, you know, almost double digit performance difference between a 7900X and a Threadripper. So pretty much in a lot of things you're getting you know for the most part uh core nine's gonna run a lot of games a lot faster a lot of most applications right. photoshop so those first eight threads but you get once you get up to where you know that thread per advantage and that cost per thread right look at this this is like just a 
destruction. I mean, this is so we're down to negatives. Like you're like negative thirty percent when you're into a core core i nine. 7900x versus a thruper. So like above 10 cores is if you're living up there that's that's a better deal. Yeah, but I mean and I I I just want to point this out because yeah, Core i9 7960x is faster in almost everything, 95% of things than a thruper, but it's $700 more expensive, so you can't you just can't avoid that, right? And if we were to look at the actual prices of these systems, Right, so <laughs> Gordon, this is the last one. This is the very last <laughs> one. Ruru two says we need to move on. No one's going to afford this stuff. Yeah, well, you haven't seen the price list, the price of this yet, Ruru two. Again, these are dual Titan X systems with a hundred. The RAM is fifteen hundred dollars. Hundred twenty eight gigs of RAM is fifteen hundred bucks. Right. So, and the the paint jobs eight hundred again. Shout out to Falcon Northwest for loading and these systems for this. Uh, Threadripper system, $8,150. Uh, ex- exact same components, only difference is motherboard and CPU in Skylake. Core i9-7960X, $8,931. So, yeah, it's $700 difference or so. It's it's a, you're giving up a lot of, it's a lot of money to get to that. That's Core a lot. All right. I sorry. think we get it. We get it. We get it. We get we it. We get it. Uh, go get one right now. It's the best money you or could buy. Or you could get a coffee lake. Oh, oh look at that. Like that. was an excellent bum, bum, segue bum. there. Okay. See coffee lake. What is it? What's it all about? I'm going to have some coffee just because you mentioned it. <laughs> Do you Are they going to, to uh, lakes and just dumping coffee into them? Um, that doesn't seem get very, a higher performance. Doesn't seem very environmentally friendly. Mm, I know, it doesn't right? seem like it's anything to do with the fact that uh, officially announced is uh, six core eighty seven hundred K. Oh, okay. So it's now it's finally official after all yeah. the rumors. All the rumors. Official. We now know what the uh, Core i3 <clears throat> through Core i7 lineup for desktop is going to look like for what we're calling eighth gen. What uh, you want to break down the parts? I think I pulled up the. Did you pull it up? You. I think I have it in this other window already. Nope, that is. Uh, Alpin uh, Al- Alpin Wolf Five on YouTube says uh, when you throw coffee in the lake, it wakes up all the fishies. Ah, a little stimulant for them. So official six cores. So official six cores. So top of the stack is uh, i7 8700K, base clock speed 3.7 gigahertz, can boost up to 4.7 gigahertz. You get six cores, 12 threads. Uh, It looks like it's a 95 watt TDP. Uh, The uh, non-unlocked part is a 3.2 base clock 4.6 4.6 boost, also six cores. Moving down into the i5s, the 8600K, the unlocked part, is 3.6 gigahertz base, 4.3 gigahertz boost. It's a six core, six thread part, um, also 95 watt TDP. The unlocked, or sorry, the locked part is 65. So i5 8400 is a 2.8 gigahertz base clock. 4 gigahertz turbo, again, six threads, sorry, six cores, six threads. Now, here to me is the interesting part moving into the i3s. 
These are now four core, four thread parts without hyper-threading. So essentially, what used to be the core i5 parts are now the core i3 parts. Nice. So we have, and there's, and this time there's an unlocked part, which I think is kind of interesting with this whole 4-4 thing. So i3, 8350K, base clock 4 gigahertz, boost, uh, there's no boost on it though, so you're just stuck at that. But you can, if you can overclock it further, then you get that little bump. And then the locked part is the i3-8100, which has a base clock speed uh, of 3.6 gigahertz. And it's just, again, stuck there. But again, you're getting four cores, four threads. Hmm. And 168 bucks for that i3 Oh, yeah, 68, any good prices. So starting from top to bottom, most expensive is, th- I'm just going to round up, or never mind, the prices are weird. Okay, I'm not going to round up. 359 for the 8700K, 303 for the 8700, 257 for the 8600K, 182 for the 8400, 168 for the 8350K, that's the unlocked i3, and for that 8100, it's 117. So definitely seeing the influence of Ryzen here. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I mean, that's. I mean, we would have never seen this, I think, without Ryzen. So kudos to AMD for that. Do you think? I kind of wonder, like, because I, well, I'm trying to think. I5 Core i5, <clears throat> Core i5 KB Lake gave you boost, but who cares? You can just overclock it, I guess, to make up for the lack of boost. There's no, there was no turbo. Was there a turbo? I, I can't even remember. On which part? Sorry. Core i5, the 7600Ks. There was, there was a, tur- there was a turbo. They just, um, yeah. they they were on lock parts, but there's, so this, this i3 part does not have a turbo though. I don't think. Right. So de- i3 default. has no, yeah. i3 has no turbo. So, so before you got two cores, um, four threads. So it had hyper threading. Um, now you just, it's just locked at a single frequency and you have no hyper threading. If you are a core i5 owner, should you feel bad? If you just bought, maybe. <laughs> like if you literally just bought it, I feel actually pretty bad for those well, people. <clears throat> but you know what? Let me say, it's not a problem because. No. I li- I just, I was just on Newegg's website and I just bought a, a Z270 board. <laughs> it's no problem. I'm just going to buy this new uh, Core i3-8350K. I'll just put it in my Z270 board. So there. Yeah, that's that's a great segue into the fact that <laughs> Z370 is not backward compatible. Yeah. Yeah, and that is official. And I think it's been kind of it's been simmering around for a while. But I uh, just, oh. And the thing that kills me is we sort of knew that... Um, uh, the six core eighty seven hundred K, you are not going to be able to put that in a Z two seventy board. And you're going to have to go out and you'd have to buy a new Z three seventy board. Uh, but I think the thing that kind of floored me last week when I did the the call to Intel's, they're they're like, uh, no, um, Z three seventy, even though it's still the exact same physical socket. And board vendors have said that you, yeah, as far as we can tell, the chipset's not really any different. Uh, you cannot use it with KB Lake or Skylake. Does that, I mean, how much does that suck for you guys? Like, if you bought this new motherboard, you can only use it with the new eighth gen parts. So, if you had an older KB Lake or Skylake part, forget it. Well, I mean, how often do people really upgrade their motherboards? Well, I don't know if I it's mean, unless s- it like your motherboard takes a dump. 
maybe it's not necessarily upgrading, but it's sort of like, hey, I, I got this old chip, right? I just, whatever, my whatever blew up, I got it. And I give you this chip. You can't buy this 8th gen board. There's just, it's not 90% of people that are going to be screwed by this, but definitely it's going to be a very vocal 5% of the people that are just going to feel really just totally burned by it. And I, I can, I understand it because it's just like you want some compatibility. Like, uh, and I will say during the call, Intel was somewhat apologetic to say, look, we understand for HN, we had to redo power. We had to reroute traces. You know, we're, we are pushing up to now officially DDR4 2666. Um, so to do all these things, we needed, we needed a new board layout. And so, and then people are like, well, what about backwards compatibility? And this is what has people torqued. They're saying, well, Intel, I will say, officially part of the call, they said, our customers, meaning they're the board vendors, have said, we wanted a clean break from the past, which is they did not want them to support KB Lake and Skylake with the new chipset. And that's what they said. I was reading on Reddit, uh, I think over the weekend, people were saying that apparently this is being done in firmware, that they are limiting the support of older CPUs. So that's what people are just kind of incensed over. Yeah. Uh, the whole, like, you're withholding something from me artificially. <laughs> yeah, or why Why do I? I honestly don't understand now who who actually is requested that a new Z370 board not work with the last two generations of CPUs, even though <laughs> Skylake to KB Lake to to 8th gen, really, we're not looking at much of a difference. I mean, the right? process is so similar. We're always right. like on plus plus now. Right, so it's just as, so... I don't know. I mean, I can't see it. I know Intel sort of threw board vendors under the bus saying they wanted it. But I don't know. I mean, why would a board vendor want you not to be able to use an older board with a new CPU? Maybe they got stockpiles of Z270 boards they want to clear. But I just, yeah, I guess, I don't know. It's weird. I don't, I don't really know. And, and, you know, I was trying to get somebody to tell me uh, last week what, who is to blame for this. And I haven't figured it out yet. Maybe it has to do with timing. I mean, in general, this year, it seems like Intel's had to push through things a little bit faster than they're accustomed to. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. So it could just be that this is a way to make everyone happy in terms of, you know, they don't maybe don't have the resources or timing for validation for everything. And they want to make sure that people don't accidentally fry yeah. what they already have. Yeah, validation is legit, but, you know, it's just kind of, I don't know. Uh, I just, it's a bummer. And then, you know, there were rumors that the 10 nanometer stuff was pushed off to 2018 and apparently they've come out to say, no, that's not true. So there will be another chipset and another CPU this year. I I mean, it's already end of September. <laughs> yeah. Mean, so gonna be like Merry Christmas. And you, what I was told on Here's background from people was like, yeah, we're going to push out Z370. It's going to break, you know, with, it's not going to work with Z270. And then right on top of that, Z390 will show up. It's like, gosh, uh, so new <laughs> chipset. So it sort of implies maybe Canon Lake will not work with Z370. Ugh. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if that's true or not. Who knows? Um, but I, I just, I just, that's just, there's just going to be a lot of confusion. Though. So what the hell? I mean, well, I mean, it's already started. I mean, the confusion started a long time ago. <laughs> I mean, maybe not a long time ago, like what, a month or so ago when they said eighth gen, it encompasses all these different things. So, right. Yeah. So I don't think that this was meant to be as straightforward as we all expected it to be. Yeah. And, you know, um, meanwhile, 
Meanwhile, in Ryzenland, AM4 is compatible with just about everything, right? And they're saying four years of support. So yep. that is an advantage to AMD at this point. So we got to give a shout out to them. So, But yeah, I don't know. I don't know how the world would react to Z390 showing up in two months that doesn't work with Z370. I, You know, I got to wonder at this point if anyone is going to buy with so much stuff up in the air. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing for me when I'm pricing out bills or whatever for work. Okay, this is what it would cost. This is what I would do right now. But if I was actually spending my own damn cash, I'd probably sit and wait until spring just to let everything settle. So I would know that if I'm going to actually invest in an entire new system, I would get something that didn't make me feel like, oh, if I just waited two more weeks. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's a good point. I mean, we we did get a question uh, on YouTube from Jacqueline. Uh, she says she's currently on a Z170 6600K. She's like, should I go up to 6700K, 7700K, Ryzen 7 1700, or wait for Coffee Lake? She just she doesn't know what to do. You know? I think that gesture yeah. is very apt. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right? You know? At the same time, if it's a 6600K, it's in good shape. Depends on what you're using it for, right? Also, and then, uh, you know, you've got uh, Ice Lake coming up next year as well. Yeah, rumors of a mainstream eight-core CPU from Intel. Mm-hmm. So you could either way. I imagine that it's going to be priced three hundred fifty bucks for an eight-core chip from Intel. Yeah. Mm, Ruru two saying uh, he thinks five hundred to six hundred. No, no, no. Because I mean, we're looking at six-core mainstream. I disagree. We're looking at mainstream eighty-seven hundred K for three fifty-nine, three sixty, three sixty on the street. Three fifty. It's pretty. It's pretty uh, insane to realize now that we're getting six core parts from Intel from Intel at this, you know, higher end consumer range. You you know, no matter whether you believe you're an Intel fanboy or an AMD fanboy, it's it's awesome to to live right now because you're getting (laughs) so much value. Right. Like the 117, the what is it? 8100. So you're getting four cores now at 3.6, which I think exactly matches Ryzen 3 1200 part. Yeah, I, I'm going to imagine they have tuned these prices and performance. Yeah, to, to match exactly. Ryzen but, 3. I mean, obviously we don't know what performance is like yet, but if the uh, slightly better IPC holds for Intel, that means just for a few more dollars, because I think it's like maybe a $10 price difference between the uh, Ryzen 3 1200 and this 8100. Um, that means you're going to get just that much more in that budget range if you're willing to like put in 10 extra bucks. Yeah, that's... Eight extra bucks, whatever it is. Guys, uh, Xperia Z3 says in all caps, shut up and buy an Xbox One X. <laughs> you know, I have my pre-order in, so boom. Yeah. Uh, also... A uh, couple actual good questions. Uh, Yamil Abugatas says, Gordon, when will you be getting the new Coffee Lake parts in for testing? Yeah, Gordon. <laughs> Crickets. Okay, second question. Uh, why does that, from Chuck on YouTube, why does everything have lake in it? I think Intel has a fondness for like those. I think these are all lakes based in like rural Canada. Are they taking no, a page no. out of Apple's book of like, hey, these are all mountain cats? Like, I wonder if they just do their annual retreats there or something. Well, so there's a lot of different for the Intel code names. A lot of them are based around the places where the fabs and where the R&D is. So mm. Oregon is a huge 
Oregon these days has been winning huge for Intel. So a lot of the, the names like Klamath and those kind of things, they're uh, Deschutes. A lot of them are very much Oregon-based. I have actually been trying to find out, and I've never successfully done it, is like, how who gets to pick the code name? Like, because I'm sure it's not just one person. They probably have a committee or something, but... You know, and, uh, there was one point where, you know, um, so when they came out of Israel, some of the designs came out of Israel, um, Rome, Yona, those were, those were is- Israel based code names. So a lot of them have moved to geographic areas around here, some around, um, Folsom, Sacramento area, some up in Oregon. So it's wherever they want, but uh, I've always pushed for more cool urban places. Like Oakland would be cool. <laughs> like in Oakland, the new Oakland CPU. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Jacqueline says, uh, maybe owning Intel is like owning a boat. Every year you just throw more money into the lake and stay afloat. <laughs> <laughs> and we got one, uh, that says, you know, the next one's going to be salty lake and the chip's going to float. Anyway, I'm trying to figure that one salt, out. Salt Lake it has high concentration of salt in it. So oh, I see. Everything flips. Yeah, okay. Anyway, we should wrap it up because we're it's we're pushing on. We're pushing on, and it's really and I have up work here. to do. Yeah, yes, it's super really warm in here today. All right. So we're, we're gonna let, let's uh, skip Q and A. I'm sorry, guys, we're running out of time. We're gonna skip Q and A. We'll be back next uh, couple weeks and when Brad is here, so then yeah. you can get Yay. your questions answered by somebody who knows. Yeah, yeah. Brad will Brad will help us out. All right, so I'm going to take us out. Check back in two weeks for your fix of PC talk on The Full Nerd. For audio listeners, subscribe to us on iTunes and leave a review every time you do a CPU is overclocked. Google Play or Stitcher, send questions and comments to thefullnerd at pcworld.com. Thanks for coming. I'm Gordon Ung. Not with Brad Charkas. <laughs> Pausing for Brad not to respond. <laughs> Elaine E. Bye, everyone. And Adam Patrick Murray will take us out. Hey, stay cool, guys.